the one and only Darren Green Show. Hey y'all, how y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of the Darren Green Show. You already know what it is. So yeah, it's week two of 2024. Okay, we made it, we made it so far. There's always something going on. I mean, this week was kind of crazy. I mean, I know I haven't been posting. I have not been posting a lot on TikTok and on YouTube and Instagram, of course, cause you know, I gotta be you know, posted everywhere. I mean, I did post, I, I did make a couple posts or whatever, right? But it just wasn't like, um, I normally do like I try to do like two videos a day, but it's just girl, it was a lot going on this week actually. Like I had a photo shoot, okay, was successful. I'll get into that a little bit later. And I also am in between jobs. Ooh. It's like nah. Well, I mean, I'm not really in between jobs. Like I'm still working at the job that I'm working at, child, but I like did like two interviews. So yeah. You know, fingers crossed. Okay, we manifest in chat. I'm really manifesting with that one job, child. <laughs> okay, let's be very clear on that because I have got to move on and elevate and, and you know, just make some more cash so I can get on my god dang way. Okay, I did an unboxing video this week um, from a brand. I know I talked about this briefly last episode, but this was definitely a learning experience. Like, so I was promoting... Where is it at? Oh, okay, here, here it is. Let me let me do part two of the promotion. It's a three-in-one uh, charger station, which I got for free from this brand that wanted me to promote them on TikTok and on the TikTok shop and all that stuff. So I did that, and, you know, they gave me, like, a little... They give me, like, some compensation for my time, my video unboxing. So, like I said, it was very, like... It was a learning experience. It's not like I had anything bad about, you know, this experience but with this company. Like, they were very cooperative. There we go. You know, they, if I emailed them, they'll email me back. I loved the video. I loved my little reaction and stuff like that. Like, I definitely could be doing, I could do this a lot. I always get emails from different brands and stuff like that, but I never felt like it really worked with what my brand is. So I always like denied it. But this time I was like, you know what, let me go for it. I really think I can benefit from this. And this is something that I would love to use. I mean, it works. It's basically, so the three-in-one station, it's so I don't use so many outlets, which is, you know, a big thing for me, honey, because you know, I got the, I got this big studio up in here. I got the mixer, I got the mic, got the computer, got all this set up, all that needs outlets, okay? So, yes, definitely it worked. It was something that I like. So, hopefully it does well. I also did a podcast cover shoot. Okay. Now, this one I can say, because my cousin, shout out to my girl, Josiah. Okay. She did my pictures for the podcast cover art. And let me tell you something right now. I don't have the pictures yet. She's still editing, editing it. But you can see some of my videos. I posted a short and also posted on TikTok and stuff like that of, like, just some out video outtakes that we took during the actual like shoot which oh my goodness i love the outfit first of all let me tell you something i got that outfit off sheen glasses sheen okay shout out to sheen i love sheen because it's good for like like costumey like clothes like you know you don't go to sheen for like no you know when you're trying to dress dress but i mean it is definitely for like a costumey type moment you want to go to some place that's like out there and outlandish you know a lot of these other brands they don't be having the stuff that they have like i really got that silver with that chrome coat that you see me rocking that came from sheen honey and i'm like i'm here for it i love a good chrome i wanted to give renaissance and renaissance was definitely present in the room okay america has a problem okay i don't know if you guys know but like beyonce when she um 
when she had that shoot for America Has a Problem, and she was in that red coat, and her arms was like folded up, and she was like looking at the screen, she had a desk, and I wanted that moment, and I think I felt like I executed it well. So hopefully when the pictures come out, it will be phenomenal. But, you know, until then, <laughs> we will get into these hot topics. We have a lot to get into, child, okay? We got to talk about Lil Nas X and this dang rollout, child. He done chose God. He is living for the Lord, honey. And then we got to talk about Zeus Network and how they're on their last leg, hopefully. Because, girl, after this episode, girl, and I just got done with watching the episode, very tasteless. We then have to talk about Tiana Taylor, Angela Bassett winning an Oscar. Okay, that's interesting. And then we got some some filler topics at the end, and we'll get into all that and more coming up right now on the Darren Green Show. Okay, so the first topic I wanted to get into was none other than Lil Nas X. Okay, girl, girl. So Lil Nas X dropped as of right now, since you know you guys are getting this on Saturday. He dropped his J. Christ single. Okay, we're we're presuming that it's for a new project. I don't know. Usually when Lil Nas X has like different videos of promoting a song and, and all that, like if it's just a single, he'll do like a little post. But now like he's done he's done videos. He's he's got different graphics of him on a cross and stuff like that, child. I mean, most recently he got this video right here of him parting ways. Like he Moses or something, you know. So I mean, we got we got the angel with with the guns. I, this is where we are. <laughs> this is where we are, honey. I am recording this podcast on Thursday because I'm like mm, I got to work tomorrow. So let me just record it and you know edit it tomorrow so I can you know have a lot enough time for myself. I did hear the snippet of the song, like a longer snippet of the song, and heard the verse. It does sound good. I personally think that. It does sound good. Does it have any replay value? Maybe. I mean, it it does seem a little catchy. Of course, you know, members of the Christian community and the alleged members of the Christian community found his videos and promotion for that song disrespectful. Every bit of what Lil Nas X has been promoting has been posted on the blogs, and you already know the comments is <laughs> reckless as usual. Uh, we even got some big names that are coming out after Lil Nas X. We got uh, Kai Sinat, Sinat for y'all come for me, y'all grammar demons, child. Kai Sinat, okay. He definitely said some things, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But like, like I said, people are not on his side, right? And when I talked about this on my platform, I you know originally talked about it on TikTok earlier this week. That's the one videos I did talk about, right? I basically said he was trolling. You know, he, he's trolling for publicity. This is the same tactic that he did for his first album. And I mean, my question is like, can we come up with something else? Okay. Can we come up with something else? This is literally the same tactic. Last year or last couple of years, you was over here dancing on the devil. You had the devil shoes. You had all this stuff. And let me let me just say this, because you can roll my episodes back. I was defending you because, you know, you're being creative in your work. And we all know what people say about people like us. You get what I'm saying? That we're going to go to hell. So you basically took the power back and you did that, right? I definitely feel looking back now. Yeah, 
there could have been some stuff that you did that was kind of, okay, this was a little bit too much, a little bit too much antics or whatever. Looking back to, you know, from the future, I'm just like, okay, maybe you did do a little bit too much with that. Like when you had the shoes with the blood and then the, the, pen, the, the little star on, I don't know what it's called, but okay, okay, maybe it was a little bit too far, right? Looking, looking back after this situation. But like now I really feel feel that you're doing the same tactic that you did to get the publicity that you got from your first album and we can get into the album like yeah the album did well I think it went platinum I believe I believe it went platinum it did it did do well um but is the album something that you can remember yeah you get what I'm saying I don't think so I mean I think that it was heavily reliant on the antics looking back now that I think about it you know you did a lot of stuff. You did a lot of stuff in promotions to the album, of course, and that's how, you know, artists have to promote their music nowadays. But that was just that. Looking back, it was a little bit too much. I, look, I said this before and I'll say it again. When you sell antics, it outshines the music because now people will only remember it because of that. People will remember you doing the video of you drinking the communion shots and, and eating the little rice cakes. Like, people will remember you putting yourself on a cross or parting the ways like you was Moses and stuff like that. Like, people are not going to remember the song now. Now, the song is irrelevant, actually. <laughs> the song is irrelevant to what is going on. Anytime think somebody thinks or talks about Lil Nas X is always his antics is not his music. You're an artist. Okay, you're an artist first. You don't even have the backing of your label allegedly because we, because I don't know I, the stuff that Lil Nas X says, I have to take it with a grain of salt or I have to literally like, okay, I don't know if this is true or not because he said that his label is not supporting him making gospel music or whatever. Yeah, well, I mean, y y you got them to hook you up with the devil last couple years, and now you want to be right with the Lord. Like, I just, you know, it's it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And the label, if that is true, is looking at it like, okay, this is not a good way to sell records. Because, I mean, if you piss everybody off, then who's going to listen to you? Now, I heard rumblings of people still defending him, right? And pointing out other artists that had Christian imagery in their songs and music and stuff. We see Kanye West, Jay-Z, the ba baby. Uh, people brought up Gaga, Madonna. People are saying that the problem is not that, you know, Lil Nas X is playing with this imagery, but that he is playing with this imagery while being gay. Like, they're saying that it's because he's gay is the reason why he's getting heat for what he's been doing, right? And the funny part is, like, while people were defending him about that, he upped the antics even more. So we're seeing videos like this, and I'm sorry for my audio listeners. You're taking shots of communion while taking the little rice cakes, it, 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 looking like Jesus. Like, it just does not make any sense. Like, at this point, okay, you are provoking people, okay? And I think that, um, there's a flood of homophobic comments that's coming out after this. Yeah, I get it. It's wrong. You know, I, I'm not condoning that. We'll get into that. Um, but you're poking the bear. Okay. You are poking the freaking bear. I'm not, and I'm not saying that I'm not going to defend you when somebody says something out the way or when Boozy said, look, look, that's, look, at the end of the day, somebody comes at you in that way. Like, you know, the community need to be on their ass. You get what I'm saying? But it's, it, this is provoking. This is provoking, and I think that this is also it is disrespectful. Like, and I don't. And let me tell you something. Let me let me be very clear. Right, I'm the last person, right, 
to give a crap about how some entitled Christians may feel about certain things, but I also don't poke the bear. Like I also will respect Christians and their belief systems, even though I don't have those same beliefs, right? But when you do stuff like this, when you sit there and say that you went to some school, some college for for biblical studies, where is that at? Right here, uh, Liberty University. And then them come out and say that, no, you never apply. Like you're lying, you're trolling, and this is all for the promotion of your songs. And I don't understand why Lil Nas X does that because he does have good songs. Quiet as it's kept. Quiet as it's kept. Lil Nas X makes good music. To me. To me. I don't know how y'all feel, but I get into his music. I loved his first album. You know, I felt like a lot of his his a lot of his music in his first album did not get as much shine because we were focusing on the production of the antics. You had the damn album like it was a child that had the baby bump, and you did the thing with you was on Maury and all the other stuff. Look, I didn't care about that stuff. I mean, I I didn't think it was problematic per se, right? But like the attention was kind of off of the music. Like we only got a music visual for industry baby and call me by your name. And then that's what I really want, which are popular songs, you know, but what about the album music? Like, could we get a little bit more promotion with that? Like he really, like I said, he has some dope tracks, but I think it gets outshined because of the antics. Just my opinion. I don't know if I'm right. Please tell me what y'all think in the comments. And as for the artists in the past that had Christian imagery in their music. Okay. It was always centered around their music and not the other way around, if that makes any sense. Like, I think Lil Nas X antics on the internet is just pissing people off. I mean, when you look at people like I, I can I could just say like a like an example, like Gaga. There we go. Boom. Lady Gaga. When she did Judas, people was now let's be clear. People was upset about that. People was upset about Madonna. People was upset about people uh Jay-Z calling himself Hova or Kanye calling himself Yeezus. Like they got heat for they didn't get as much heat for because it was not like let's be clear for my visual listeners like jay-z wasn't doing this okay gaga wasn't doing this not even gaga was doing this okay um kanye wasn't doing this he called himself Jesus. he uh jay-z called himself hova okay we had now madonna did burn some crosses in her music video that's a story for another that's another conversation too um she had a black jesus let's be very clear like these artists, they they did play with the imagery, but it wasn't too much and it wasn't in poor taste. And I think that's what it is. I don't think I think when Gaga made Judas, I don't see her mocking Christianity. If that makes any sense. I know how crazy that sounds because she's definitely did a song where she's like talking about how she loved Judas, which Judas was the person that betrayed Jesus. Like, I think it's I, I think it's different. I think it's different. And that's why she didn't get as much heat as what Lil Nas X is doing. When you're over here just completely like post after post after post after post, it's some type of like mockery of somebody's religion. I just can't, I can never get down with that because I wouldn't want somebody mocking my lifestyle. If that makes any sense. I think we need to have empathy. I I, I definitely think so. I, I mean, look, I don't know how y'all gonna take this content. <laughs> Cause you know, I do, I, I tend to stay on the more progressive side with things. And I was really, I was, I was on Lil Nas X side. Like I said, y'all can, y'all can go back episodes. Okay. I defended the hell out of that, uh, that artist. Okay. Let's be very clear, but this just ain't it. 
This ain't it. This ain't it. And y'all know it. Now, also, before I get off this topic, let's be very clear on some things as well. Let me be very clear. Okay. In no way. Okay. And let me look at the cameras at this. In no way am I rallying with the straight male population on this topic. Let's be very clear. Y'all couldn't wait to say them slurs. Y'all couldn't wait to dog the community. Y'all just couldn't wait. Screw y'all. I'm not defending y'all at all. Okay. Let's be very clear on that. Okay. Because even though I don't, I'm not agreeing on what Lil Nas X is doing and his imagery and what he's trying to do with this music or whatever. I don't also agree with homophobia and I don't also agree with us. You linking us all together. See, that's how they act. That's how they are. They're very hypocritical. Don't you stop with the, Stop with the generalizations, okay? Just because one person did something don't mean that it's all us. We 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 understand respect is given both ways. Enough of us does. And that's all I got to say about that, okay? We can move on. Another topic I wanted to get into is this girl. This, this girl on Zeus Network, girl. I don't even want to show it because it's so gruesome and cringy. Okay, so I actually have not been watching the baddies, right? I have been in and out watching clips but this episode really drew you know was brought to my attention because social media was having a field day on it and people was talking about it and this has to be one of the baddies worst episode ever so the most recent episode right of the baddies east um they went to jamaica the cast went to jamaica and this cast member smiley had some trouble after drinking some some shots. Okay, some Hennessy shots. Let's be very clear. It wasn't just the scene. It was the entire episode. Okay, the production. You seen the production crew try to resuscitate this girl smiley was drinking on the little party bus or whatever wherever they was going, and she commenced to blacking out. Girl was on the floor. People were trying to resuscitate her. When they got to the area. She just was laying out. Pupils were just not moving. They were not reacting to the light, which is a clear sign that somebody's like near passing out and coming back to. It was a mess. And then we got the cast members like Natalie yelling at her like, oh, my God, you can't be doing this. You can't be doing this. We got Takeshi over there saying that she playing drunk. You know, we got people just yelling at her. It, it it was just it was it was not a good look. It was not a good look for everybody. It wasn't a good look for production. Zeus, y'all know or y'all should know, but see, this is reality TV, but this is reality TV untamed. Okay. There's no, um, network that they have to really answer to except for their own, you know, their own network. So the fact that we saw all that footage of her just passing out, going into convulsions, seizing, like the girl was literally having a seizure. Right. And the only thing, you know, People are saying that it's fake or whatever. The internet is saying that it, that she's faking and because she faked this, apparently something about her faking a miscarriage or something like that, allegedly. They said when they put the lights to her eyes, her eyes were not reacting like that girl was in and out of consciousness. Now, do I think that some of the stuff could have been a little bit for play play? But I do. But I mean, here's the thing. The girl really did have some seizures, though. Y'all cannot deny that, right? One thing about it, though, she did say that she wasn't on her meds and then she had four shots of Hennessy. That's the only part that got me. I'm not going to hold you. And I had to agree with uh, Mariah Lynn in that confessional. She said, honey, I'm, I'm, I ain't nothing but, you know, I ain't that big. And, and I can do I could do four shots and I'm not on my ass. You get what I'm saying? So the fact that you took four shots 
But see, I ain't never had Hennessy before. I know Hennessy is strong. I don't like Hennessy, actually. I don't drink that drink, okay? I, do, I, I don't do brown, period. But um, this is they said this is a person that doesn't really drink that much and hasn't eaten. So when you don't drink that much and you didn't eat, it's a recipe for disaster. Okay, so she could have had some alcohol poisoning. It's definitely possible, or it could be some other outstanding situation. She just cannot drink liquor because of health reasons or some 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 situation. I don't know. But it just was not good. It wasn't a good look. And then we see the next episode of them like ragging on her. We got Roly. You know they had they they didn't take Roly during that whole situation because you know her big old buffalo ass was probably sitting there laughing, kicking, or probably saying that she was lying or whatever the case is. You know, I'm glad they didn't show Roly at all in this episode. But we do see her next episode, I guess, try to get at her, you know, accusing her of faking it. Now and this is where I'm going to be like, okay, I, I don't know this girl from a can of paint, so I'm not just going to be like, you know, whatever. We're, let's wait until the next episode. I'm going to wait until the next episode because when she goes to the hospital or wherever clinic she goes to, they should be able to determine if she was faking or not because if something really did happen to her or this was just an act. So we shall see. I think that the problem is it was just too much of this. This was cringy. Okay, I literally watched this episode in cringe. Okay, there was parts I had to just like look away. The girl was calling for her son. It was just, it was sad. She was talking about how she hate herself and that she, that she, you know, she don't want to be here no more. Like the shit was depressing. It was depressing. Why are we seeing this? When something really real happens on reality TV, it always cuts to black. And, you know, we get like a remnants of what happened from the cast members. We get like a like a recap of like what happened, what they think or whatever the case is. No, we saw the entire situation. Right. It was like it, I don't know if they don't have any editors. Hey, hey, I do videos now. I can definitely edit that thing down. I mean, it didn't look like they have any content anyway because it was like 40 minutes. I think this is very exploitative and, and I get it. It's a rally TV show. You consent to be exploited, but there should be, you should draw the line on some things, right? It should, definitely some things. I mean, what if this girl would have died? You know, and what, what, what would happen to your platform now, Zeus or where, or whatever that man, what that man name is, child, Lumina Foil or something. I don't know how to pronounce that man name, but the owner of Zeus. Okay. There's just no protection. And I think that's the scariest part. The scariest part is somebody could die on this show. I think I think it's definitely with these seasons becoming more aggressive and more crazier and outlandish than, than the previous episodes and seasons, somebody might just die. Okay, on camera. And they'll probably put it on camera. They'll probably attempt to put it on camera. Okay, and talk about it and and whatever. I think this is crazy. And people are starting to realize it too. A lot of people are saying that, you know what? I'm just going, I'm going to finish out this season. I'm going to watch the reunion and I'm going to delete Zeus. That's what type of time I'm on. Because y'all not giving us no good content. I'm hearing that you that you done canceled Jocelyn's Cabernet. That's a, a ledge. That's what I was hearing around the street, shot. They, they canceling Jocelyn's Cabernet. Uh, what are y'all going to do? Because y'all y'all got is baddies and the bad boys. And ain't nobody watching the bad boys. Some people are watching the baddies, but they're seeing Zeus for what it is i mean just a couple weeks ago or a month ago we seen the whole light skin dark skin thing you're paying the cast members peanuts i'm hearing the cast members is getting paid 1500 girl i make that in two weeks that's crazy 
That is that is that is very crazy. And I think that the more and more people, you know, divest in this platform, the more Zeus will just fall out of obscurity. There's already other like web series, like web reality series that are outdoing or outshining Zeus Network and the baddies and stuff like that. And and I think that we are truly watching the fall of this network. When you think about shows, even like a Bad Girls Club, right? It was fights and drama. But it also showed sisterhood and it's, it showed some type of reforming of women that were, you know, strung out, bad, doing their thing and not doing the right thing. We've seen people like life coaches come in, even though they were a little kooky and, and whatever. But we've seen people come in and try to reform these girls. And a lot of these girls, they elevate, they become rappers, they become podcast hosts, they do, they're on other shows and they're more mature. You don't see people growing on Zeus Network. They're not growing on Zeus Network. They're actually staying there. Like it's, <laughs> I think it's 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 harming your career to be associated with Zeus Network. Like the fact that Tamar Braxton was like a reunion host or something like that. Like look how her career kind of declined because now you're doing shows with with freaking Krishan, and Krishan is beating up on your 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 work. Doesn't make any sense. It, it really doesn't make any sense. Even platforms like Love and Hip Hop, we've seen the rise of Cardi B. We've seen K Michelle. We have seen people actually grow from that platform as scandalous as it was is you get what i'm saying it just makes no sense i don't see stars okay i just see well-known people on the internet problematic people and people that are just there just to collect a little 15 1500 <laughs> to do some drama and, and basically fight in the airbnbs okay that's 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 all zeus and baddies is like and it will come to an end. That trend will come to an end. And it will start when them blogs stop posting about it, too. Anyway, I'm off this topic. Let's move all the way on. Now, I do want to talk about Tiana Taylor again. Because, yeah, she's been in the news, honey. Her and her little her divorce situation thing that's going on with uh, Iman. Child, now, I'm going to read this little article and I'm going to tell you my thoughts, right? Now, the ongoing divorce between Tiana Taylor and Iman continues to shed light on some allegations in their marriage. In new court documents, the songstress reportedly blasts her soon-to-be ex-husband for regularly disregarding the safety of their children. Reportedly, a new court filing saw Tiana Taylor, 33, accuse Iman of several things that suggested he may be unfit alone with their two daughters, Junie and Rue. In one part of the complaint, the actress reportedly stated that Iman regularly smoked marijuana while he was with the kids and sometimes be under the influence of alcohol. She also reportedly suggests that this leads him to forgetting to feed the young ones despite them being in the family home. Okay, oh my goodness. That's not good, if true, right? Allegedly. This is what Tiana Taylor is saying. Now, you're trying to prove him unfit so you can have the kids and, and, and get the child support? Is that what's happening here? Now, I'm looking at, see, I'm looking at some of the comments on the shade room. Child, they saying, but when you was married to him, what was he doing? <laughs> Girl, don't do that. Girl, you knew what it was before, then throw him under the bus now. Messy. Look, here's the thing. Now, I was getting, I've seen some comments like that, too. And... I think maybe it was different when they were together because she wasn't under the influence and she was able to take care of the kids. Like, 
and not for nothing, right? It's not right, but it does happen. You know, one parent is a parent right now and the other parent is just doing what they doing. Um, who's to say that wasn't going down and she didn't have, that she had a problem with it. Of course she probably had a problem with it because you don't want to be around you. You shouldn't be around your kids under the influence at all. I think that is the worst experience to ever experience, especially if you're young, um, been through it. Okay. I'm, <laughs> let's be very clear. Um, but I think she's looking at the picture like, you're going to be alone because I'm not married to you no more. Whoever you're going to have after me is whatever. But you're going to watch these kids alone and be under the influence and then forget to feed them. I'm going to have problems with that. Okay, that might need to be addressed. And I don't blame her for doing that. And I was getting a lot of people that was, you know, saying stuff in the comments talking about, Oh, this generation too soft. Oh, my dad watched me when he was under the influence. So what? I think we are broken as people right now, child, because why would what would, what would possess y'all to say that out loud as if it was right? That's almost like when I had the conversation about like how kids should have should not have watched The Color Purple or kids shouldn't be watching The Color Purple. And it's like, oh, I watched The Color Purple when I was a child. I was four years old. I knew all the lines. You shouldn't have. Like you saying that like that's a flex. No, your parents should not have been under the influence and drinking and smoking marijuana while you were, you know, while they were taking care of you. That's not a normal thing. Like what, what planet are we on? Kids not getting fed. Like, like I said, I've heard stories like this before of people that I know, friends that I know, friends and family, cousins, whatever. And they partners get under the influence and it, it affects the family. Like that is a real thing. So for people sitting there saying that, oh, this generation is soft. Yeah, we soft. We ain't, we don't want that no more. That's, that's, that's not how you're supposed to take care of kids. Your parents were wrong for doing that and you need to address them and you need to unpack that in therapy. I mean, I, girl, girl, and I'll be 30 minutes in this damn podcast, girl. I don't know what else to say. I will move on. Okay. Now we got to talk about Angela Bassett. Yeah. So at the 14th annual Governor's Award on Tuesday night, Angela Bassett officially became an Oscar winner. Okay. I'm right, child, this time. Shout out to her. I want to say this was her first Oscar, even though she should have got Oscars way past. Well, I'm not even talking about the supporting actress last year. I'm talking about uh, what's love got to do with it. Okay, let's be very clear. Tina Turner, like she should have been gotten a Oscar. Um, people on the internet were talking, you know, people were kind of upset. They felt like she was, it was kind of slighted. It's kind of, um, a slap in the face that, you know, you didn't give her the award when she rightfully deserved it for Black Panther and you gave it to a person that basically does the same role every movie. No offense, Jamie. Um, but sorry, not sorry. Now my first thoughts were, I did not know the Oscars was last night. Like I really, when I tell you, I say, I seen that Oscar. Mary, I'm like, was, did I miss the Oscars? Was it, was it, what's, what's going on? It wasn't the Oscars. Once I found out it was the governor's awards. And I'm just like, that's such a convenient surprise. Why not wait until the Oscars to give her an honorary award? You know, don't be trying to write your wrongs on somebody else's award show. Like what? <laughs> but, but you know what? That's what they do with black talent. Okay. You know, we do, we go above and beyond all the time, you know, it, you know, 24 seven, um, we get a fraction of the awards. And when we do get the award, it's always, oh, honorary or, 
you know, best of or was was honorable mention or whatever the case is. Like, girl, when we knew we stole the goddamn show. <laughs> Let's be very clear. Um, but at the same time, it was a good moment. It was a good moment between two actresses. We've seen Regina King, you know, give her the award and she had a great speech. Um, Angela Bassett had a great speech as well. It was, it was very moving and motivated. I loved every moment of that. So I, f- for that, it was a moment um, to remember. She looked phenomenal. She looked so happy. Like, I, I don't want to take away from it. Like, she seemed happy about it. Like, I'm not going to, like, be like be that person and be like, oh, my goodness. Like, no, she should have. Like, I'm not going to be like that. Like, at the end of the day, she got the award. She was happy about it. She's content and what and what's going on. So whatever. We should be content as well. But but we gotta also call a thing a thing. She should have got that award last year. And she should have got that award when she played Tina Turner. Sorry, not sorry. It just is what it is. So shout out to Angela Bassett. Okay. Now we gotta get into some 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 quick little news before we get up out of here, child. What is just hilarious gonna be on the bre- Breakfast Club or not? Cause uh the co-host says otherwise, okay, or or they're kind of confused as to why, or as to you know why they haven't had another co-host, and what was the what's the process, and why. First of all, take take a listen, take a listen, okay. This is what they had to say. We spent all last year um, rotating guest co-hosts, mm-hmm. and I thought we was rotating guest co-hosts mm-hmm. before we let God decide who was supposed to be in here. Now it's 2024. What happened? Did we just say effort? There's not going to be an, another co-host. Well, well at first, I can't take talking to you. I can't take talking to you either. At first, it was going to be a couple of months, right? No, it never was going to be a couple of months. That was y'all idea. I always said a year. I thought it was going to be a couple of months. That's I why we don't, don't like you for you. I, to I, think. I, I didn't want. I, <laughs> I didn't want to do this like for a year. I didn't want to do this. I didn't want to just talk I, to you I, for a year. I knew for a year. I was like a year. I said it's going to take at least a year. Because you to be, you know, Angelie is what I always say. She's irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like. The person that's coming here in here is not replacing anyone. If there's somebody coming in here, that's my whole point of having this conversation. What the hell happened? Now, my thing is this. I, when I saw this video, I was like, first of all, um, didn't we just see this announcement right here uh, that she was going to uh, be joining the cast? And now people in the comments are already saying, oh, she announced it a little bit too soon. <laughs> Girl, oh my goodness. But but yeah, I mean, I thought it was official. I thought like the way they're talking. Hold on, where my mouth at? Uh the way Charmaine is talking, he he he's saying, um, I wasn't letting on to this. <laughs> and Angela Yee is unreplaceable. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so I guess you just wanted to alternate co-hosts. Um, okay. I mean, I think it needs a third person. I think it needs a woman voice and a woman that can stand her own in the conversation. Like, she's not going to get cut off like Angela Yee. I'm not trying to come for Angela Yee. Like, she's a amazing, like, radio host, and she does a good job with her own platform. But I think the sh- I think she is kind of replaceable, you know? And I'm not trying to look. I'm not I'm not where I need to be when it comes to this type of space. Of course, I'm still independent. But, you know, just hilarious, even though I don't really like her that much, I don't care for her, but she is good for the show. I'm guessing Charmaine don't want another, he don't want another girl on there, child, because, you know, he don't want, he don't want another girl take it, take his shine. Take her poor shine, child. Um, 
I thought it was very weird. I'm like, is this not like the, the is our iHeartRadio not letting y'all know what's going on? Like it was announced by by Jess, but still, ain't nobody said nothing about it. Anybody, we didn't get an article from iHeart saying it's not true. So it's just like, are y'all like the last to know who's going to be coming on to y'all show? That's embarrassing. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, and I don't even think that them, him having like different co-hosts come on, that is kind of fun. You know, especially when you're not kind of, you're not the person that's actually scouting the people. Um, you know, you have a team for that, but alternating co-hosts, like for me, I think girl, I love having my, I love having like alternate co-hosts, but I do like to have like a one specific, you know, co-host that, you know, comes back on regularly. Okay. Um, all this back and forth and talking to new people is just like, oh girl, you know, my, you know, my social anxiety, but, um, yeah, I thought that was really weird that, uh, <laughs> they seemed very confused. They were very confused, uh, that, uh, them having a, like another co-host or whatever. I thought that was very weird. But anyway, we can move on. I did want to talk about Sweet Tea because, honey, Sweet Tea done dropped some tea on Dr. Heaven Lee talking about Dr. Damon uh, apparently cheated on Heavenly. Yeah, this is what she had to say on this live jam. Damon, it would be an issue. And I don't, I'm not that type of person to do that. I'm not. But we know that your husband has cheated on you. Hmm? Even you even told me, Heavenly, that when Mariah said that she had receipts, you believed Mariah on, on Damon. You believed it. You told me you believed it. So that that leads me to believe that he has cheated. But you know what? It's okay. It's okay. That's okay. You're going to stick by your man. That is fine. A lot, a, lot, a lot of y'all will. A lot of y'all will. And that's okay. Now, Heavenly made a response, child. She said, please monetize your social media accounts. Uh, at Carlos King and I are about to make you famous. Oh, Lord, child. Oh, she got something in store. I, you know, next time Heavenly get on live, ain't going to be nothing, nothing nice. It's going to be all spice with her, child. It's it's definitely going to be an interesting interview. Not an interview. Uh, it's going to be an interesting reunion. <laughs> okay. I can't wait for these girls to come back. It's always the new girl. Like, it's always the new person that come on the show heavily always gets into it with the new girls. I do not understand. Um, But I do think Sweet Tea probably... Well, no, no, no. Heavily started it. She definitely started it with her. I think what happened is, you know, because Sweet Tea is kind of new to this, she looked back at some of those confessionals during, you know, the, the, the run time of the shows and just like, oh, this girl really ain't messing with me, so I'm about to air her blank out. I'm about to air her crap out on the internet. And that's exactly what she did. Now, for her to sit there and say that to tell Sweet Tea that she believed what Mariah said about Damon, I want Heavenly to say that that's not true because I'm like, girl, that's you are dumb as hell. Dumb as rocks, actually, because you told a new girl that you are frenemies with that you believe what Mariah said? Heavenly, please tell me this is a lie. Like, I need you to get on Carlos King. Next time you get on Carlos King live, child, tell us that this is a lie. Because that's crazy. Honestly, truly. But tell me what y'all think in the comments. That's it for this episode. We are done. We moving on. It's like, nah, I'm over here. Act like Jackie, child. I hope you guys really enjoyed the content, you know. 
and enjoy the convo. And until next time, I am your host, Darren Green, and this is The Darren Green Show signing out, y'all. Bye.